Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out. On this podcast, what I want to talk about is just taking a quick trip down memory lane. Uh, For those of you who remember the days and for those of you who may not have been around or were too lame to come outside or or those of you who weren't born just yet. Um, I was listening to some music earlier today and uh, the old Wu-Tang joint came on. Can it be all so simple? And when I heard it, it just got me to thinking about, you know, some things that happened back in the day. And You know, I started thinking about, you know, how things were. And it's not to say that things are bad now or anything like that. It's just that things are different now. You know, with the advent of technology and the Internet, uh, you just don't have some of the same fun, if you will, that it was back then. Now, it does give you a whole lot more access because you do have technology and you do have the internet and you do have stuff like Wi-Fi and everything like that. But things were just different back in the day. Um, case in point, like, remember back in the day, if you were kicking it with somebody and you wanted to spend some time with them and you wanted to watch a movie one of the dopest things that you could do was go to Blockbuster, rent a movie. That was like, <laughs> that was paramount back in the day. Or if you had a family, you know, and you were in your family, what have you, uh, if y'all wanted to do a family night and just rent some movies, you just sit at home and just watch a movie. But it was all about going to Blockbuster and, you know, everybody pick out their movies or whatever that they wanted to watch. And, of course, you had to rewind the movies when you brought them back because it was on a VHS tape. You know, a whole lot more different now with Netflix. Hell, you don't even have to leave the crib. <laughs> you could just or you or you could be on your phone and watch Netflix or your computer. It's It's totally different, but. You know, back in the day, man, it was about, you know, one of the coolest things was just really just choosing the movie. And uh, I remember when I was in college, I worked for a uh, my first job actually in college was um, I was an assistant manager for a video store uh, called Video Warehouse. And uh, we were blockbusters was one of our rivals. And um It was always cool and always interesting because, you know, people who didn't have Blockbuster cards would normally come to our store. And one of the cool parts about our store was that we had the skin flakes. (laughs) See, you can only get R-rated movies at Blockbuster. Nah, player. (laughs) We had a little room in the back. You go in, get your little tag and uh, you get yourself, you know, a couple of adult movies, a couple of skin flakes. But uh, but yeah, man, that was that. I thought that was dope back then, man. Just being able to choose a movie and you know kick it. And Blockbuster was the joint. And you look around now, <sighs> Blockbusters are gone. 
<laughs> I mean, I guess you could say technology put them out of business. I don't know. Maybe Netflix put them out of business. I don't know. I mean, we don't, you know, with the advent of technology, we stopped consuming VHS tapes and, you know, it became about, you know, DVDs and then Blu-ray and then, you know, streaming and everything like that. And, you know, Blockbuster, they had their run. But there was a time when all you wanted to do was run to your local Blockbuster and cop a movie and chill for the weekend. And it was dope. It was dope. And you had a certain amount of time that you had to have it back and, and so forth and so on. And almost everybody and their mom had a Blockbuster card. So that was that was chill. That was something that everybody could kind of participate in. But that's how it was back in the day. And, you know, it was simple back then. Of course, times have changed. Um, another thing that I noticed uh, here recently uh, in I live in Atlanta. Right. And what I've noticed is, is that. Like when I was a kid. My favorite place to go was McDonald's. <laughs> right. <laughs> And so almost every McDonald's had a McDonald's playland, you know, so you go in, you know, your mom would tell you, you know, if you were good, if you were a good kid, if you're good. And I mean, like back in the day when I was coming up, you know, going to McDonald's was uh, that was a treat. It wasn't something that you did every day. You might go to McDonald's once a month, you know, because eating out and eating a lot of fast food, at least where I'm from. We just didn't do a lot of that. Maybe we maybe we couldn't afford it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Looking back on it now, maybe we couldn't afford it. But it was a it was a treat, you know. So yeah, unless we were traveling or something like that, you 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 got McDonald's, you know, maybe once a month. But the cool part about going to McDonald's was, you know, go, going to the uh, the playland and being able to run around and jump in stuff and the little balls and stuff like that and the slides and all that good stuff like that. And I've noticed here recently in uh, particularly in Metro Atlanta that a lot of the McDonald's are, you know, revamping and remodeling their their stores or what have you. But there aren't any more playgrounds. And it's crazy because like that used to be a staple back in the 80s. McDonald's Playland. Everybody wanted to go to the Playland and play. And now you drive around. You rarely see them. I mean, it, it doesn't, necess doesn't necessarily have to be Atlanta. Do do me this favor right around today. Whenever you listen to this podcast and you're going to pass a McDonald's because everybody passes a McDonald's no matter where they're going. And tell me if you see a playland. You probably won't. You know, there I'm not saying that they don't exist anymore, but um, they're damn near extinct. So. You know, it is what it is. But, yeah, that was a staple in the childhood, man. McDonald's Playland. And, you know, I guess partly because nowadays kids don't really play like they used to. You know, back in the day, you had your your school clothes and your play clothes. <laughs> and there's a difference between school clothes and play clothes because the play clothes, you did just that. You went outside and you played in your play clothes and you got them dirty and it was OK. And your mom didn't trip, you know, but you couldn't get your school clothes dirty. Oh, no, you would really be in trouble then. 
But yeah, I guess, you know, again, sign of the times is one of the things that's changed over a period of time. Um, Another thing, another staple from my childhood, man. <laughs> Toys R Us. Man, Jeffrey is gone. I can't believe it. Now, there's talks of bringing Jeffrey and Toys R Us back. Uh, I believe it was uh, at the time of this recording earlier this year in 2018. Uh, Toys R Us closed its doors. And, um, you know, that that was kind of weird for me because I grew up going to Toys R Us to get a lot of toys. And then subsequently, I took my kids there and my daughter uh, she's seven at the time of this recording. She was not happy about Toys R Us closing because that was the place where we would go, particularly if she did, if she had a, you know, um, stellar month or something in school or something like that, she would be rewarded by going to get a toy. And so we'd always go to Toys R Us and get her a toy. And so she, <laughs> she's a great student and, uh, you know, so she got a lot of toys. So, when she got word that Toys R Us was closing, she was not happy at all. Skylar was pissed. I mean, I didn't know what to tell her. I was like, well, you know, we can go, we can order your toys online. She was like, no, I want to go pick out my own toys. I really couldn't say much. <laughs> all I could tell her was, hey, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll daddy will get you some toys. But yeah, man, that's how it was back in the day. Toys R Us was a staple. But I mean, nowadays people shop online and, you know, to be honest, I don't know how much people buy toys. I mean, I don't know because everything's, you know, so digitalized now. I don't know that kids necessarily play with toys the way they did back in the day. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. I don't know. Um, another thing that made life so simple that I hardly ever see anymore arcades at the mall oh my god man listen that was I, don't, I can't speak for those of you who are listening but for me that was a childhood staple you would go to the mall your mom would drop you off she'd give you I don't know five ten dollars worth <laughs> worth $10. Maybe she have it in all quarters or whatever the case may be. But if you had $10, you would take that money and that was it. That's all you had to do was, was to play with that money. Now, once you ran out of money, you were out of money. <laughs> like it wasn't no coming back. But, um, but yeah, man, I, I remember spending, spending a lot of money and a lot of time on my Saturdays and Sundays in the mall at the arcade. Because think about it like this. If you're 13, 14, 15 years old, you don't have a job. <laughs> and you don't have any money to go buy any clothes. Your mom and dad are buying all your clothes. So what else are you going to do in the mall, you know? So, yeah, that's what we did, man. We, we went to the mall. Our parents would drop us off. And we, we'd play video games for hours. Looking back on it, you know, they probably could have been nabbed for child abandonment. But, hey, it was the 80s. Who cared? <laughs> Nobody cared about parenting back then. Um, but, yeah, that's that's different now. I, I, I think you'd be hard pressed to find an arcade in any type of mall. Reason being is because most of us 
you know, either have video games at our homes or even better, we have video games on our phones. So, you know, the supply and demand for an actual arcade game is, you know, it's not there anymore. And it hasn't been there for years. So, um, and that's not to say that some malls still don't have arcades. I just haven't been to an arcade. I haven't been to a mall that has an arcade in years. I think the last one I went to was probably the Mall of America in Minneapolis. And that was like eight, nine years ago. And but I mean, it's the Mall of America. I mean, like you need an arcade <laughs> in the Mall of America. Uh, but uh, other than that, just I mean, you tell me, go to your local mall and, and see if the, if you see an arcade there. There aren't any in the one the, the malls that I go to in Atlanta. But then again, I'm not a fan of malls anyway, so there you have it. But um, yeah, another thing that kind of changed over time, man. It, it, it was it was so simple back then. You know, all you had to do was just go to the arcade and just chill and kick it with your boys. And again, uh, me and my friends, we would literally spend all day playing video games. Um, another thing that changed over time too was speaking of video games was. I remember a, a huge craze back in the day. I think it was like the 80s, late 80s, early 90s was the Game Boy. Now, the Game Boy was a handheld video game. So it was the first of its kind because you could just sit there and just play it. And it didn't require, you know, you playing any other players. It didn't require any chords, or anything like that. But it was handheld, much like how you play games on your cell phone right now. But that was the Game Boy, the Nintendo Game Boy. And when those things hit the market, man, listen, everybody wanted one. And they were going for like $150 a pop. Like they were mad expensive. And everybody wanted one because it was so cool. Because this was the first time that you didn't need a, a ColecoVision or an Atari 2600. You had a handheld game right there that you could play. No problem. And, um, you know, it, it, I think they discontinued them in like the early 2000s. But um, the first Game Boy, I think, was released like 89. So they had a good run. They had a good run. And I mean, you know, it, it doesn't get any better than being able to play video games, period. So, yeah, that, that's something that, you know, kind of changed over time. Um what else from the back in the day that was a staple that I just really enjoy? Oh, man. In the 80s, the Sony Walkman <laughs> cassette player. Um, the Walkman cassette player was so dope. So, so dope. They came out, I want to say like 80, 81, something like that. Um it was an item that again allowed the individuality because you could play your own music it was a cassette player and then eventually you know as time progressed they developed a cd player but for years and years it was a sony cassette player sony walkman cassette player and it was so dope because it was just you listening to your music. You didn't have to share the music with anybody else. Nobody else had to hear your music. You could listen to whatever you wanted to. And that's how I was back in the day, man. It was so cool. And I mean, everybody wanted one. And I remember, again, these were when they came out, boy, 
the demand was so high and people wanted them, but they cost like an arm and a leg. But eventually the price came down and almost everybody had one. And it was perfect for, you know, people who like to work out or run or whatever the case may be, because you had your music right there readily available. And most of the music that you were listening to was dope. So if you had a tape, you just put the tape in. You ain't to worry about fast forward or anything like that because you were just listening to it. So that was another thing that was just really, really dope back in the day. Um, what else? What else was dope? Oh, man. <laughs> and I don't even know if they still have these anymore because I'm not in school, even though I have kids in school. Uh, but remember when we were in school and you had the school pencil sharpener? I always thought that was cool, man, because the pencil sharpener, being able being able to get up and go to the pencil sharpener was a thing back in the day. And the reason why I say that is because like when you had fresh gear, you wanted to get up and go to the pencil sharpener and sharpen your pencil so all of the girls could see you. <laughs> or at least I did. I, I can't speak for anybody else. But um. But yeah, man, that was a thing like pencil sharpeners. I always thought those were cool. And, you know, every classroom had one. Uh, now, you know, pencil sharpeners are electric and, you know, you don't have to get up and you, it ain't the same, man. I mean, like, I don't even know if they really, really use a lot of pencils like that nowadays. Um, maybe I should ask my kids. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, hell, they're the ones that's in school. But I just know, like, every classroom doesn't have, and I know from going to parent-teacher conferences and stuff like that, every every classroom doesn't have a pencil sharpener like that. Not, not like how it was back in our day. So, you know, those are the things you kind of miss, you know, as, as things go on. Um, now, another thing that was was big back where I'm from, I'm from Florence, South Carolina. Uh, there was a thing called the bookmobile. <laughs> the bookmobile was dope because it was like, <laughs> and, and I, I'm going to explain it to you. And I, I'm hoping that there's somebody else listening to this podcast that knows what I'm talking about. And I don't sound too strange talking about this, but the bookmobile was like a Winnebago, right? And then somebody converted a Winnebago into like a traveling library. So you would get on the bookmobile. One, you'd have to have a library card, right? And library cards were so dope back in the day. I mean, back in the day before technology, you know, a library card was like a credit card for a kid. Like you could because you could get any book you wanted with a library card. And of course, now, you know, kids don't really read like that. And they, when they do read, I mean, every I mean, you don't have to do anything. You just open up your phone and just start reading, or open up your tablet or whatever the case may be. But the library cards was like I said, was like it was almost like currency or a, a credit card. Right. So you get on the bookmobile and again, it's like a just kind of picture a Winnebago looking thing on the outside. But on the inside, it's just lined with books, almost like it's almost like stepping. It's, it's a mobile library. That's exactly what it was. And they, they were very prevalent in my hometown. And so, you know, we read a lot as kids, whether or not it would be books, magazines, comic books, whatever the case may be. So um, the bookmobile was dope, man. I, I really, really enjoyed the bookmobile, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> <laughs> that they don't exist anymore. Um, I mean, I've been in Atlanta t- 
20 plus years and I've never seen a bookmobile. So maybe it was just, I don't know, maybe it might have been something that was just relegated to Florence. Uh, But you tell me. Um, But yeah, bookmobiles were dope. Um, What else from back in the day was dope? Oh, man. (sighs) Saturday morning cartoons. I don't know what else to say other than Saturday morning cartoons. You would wake up early in the morning, Saturday morning, come downstairs, you know, in your Superman draws, <laughs> get yourself a bowl of cereal, and you just park yourself in front of the TV for like four hours. And what was always interesting was was that with the Saturday morning cartoons was that like, at least for me. It would be hard for me to get up at six o'clock Monday through Friday, but Saturday, oh, I'm there. (laughs) You don't have to wake me up. I'm up watching cartoons. And I mean, like it was a joint, man. So like I would just watch cartoons all morning and the cartoons range from everything from Bugs Bunny to Super Friends to He-Man to the Swine and like the Smurfs. My brother liked the Smurfs. We'd watch the Smurfs. Um... Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids, uh, you name it, we watched it. Um, Flintstones, Jetsons, uh, and then you know, over a period of time, again, technology moved in, and you know, things weren't as simple anymore. I mean, you'd come home and cartoons would be on in the afternoon, and then next thing you know, cartoons would be on every day in the afternoon. And then, you know, slowly but surely, you know, cartoons started getting phased out on Saturday mornings. And, you know, now, you know, obviously you have cartoon stations and cartoon network where, you know, you turn on your TV, you can watch a cartoon at 4 a.m. And it is no big deal. And subsequently, Saturday morning cartoons basically no longer exist, at least on network TV. I mean, try turning on NBC at 8 a.m. on a Saturday morning. Guess what you'll find? The news. <laughs> it won't be an episode of the Smurfs, I can tell you that. Um, and it damn sure won't be Tom and Jerry. Um, yeah, so times have changed, man. But that you know, things used to be a whole lot more simpler back in the day. And uh, you know, honestly, I kind of miss the the more simpler simpler times. Um, but you know that's a part of life and you know things have to grow and we have to grow and at some point you know technology moves in and things have to get better and things do get better and don't get me wrong i'm not saying that things are worse off than what they were um you know i just kind of miss the simple times and if you live through this era you probably do too that's gonna do it for me thanks again for checking out the latest edition of the 12 kyle podcast i'm your boy 12 kyle I'll catch you guys next time. 5,000.